oil prices right now are 90 something dollars per barrel in the worst shape this economy's ever been. I mean, if oil's at 90 something dollars a barrel and the option traders, the future traders, the banks, Wall Street, everybody is negative about oil and it's at 90 something dollars a barrel, that should send a message that shakes the foundation of any investor strategy. It just doesn't make any sense. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's an underinvested commodity in the West, the powers that be, you want to call it, whether that be Biden, the Federal Reserve, the banks, central banking system, they don't like oil because oil is what has put them in power. When I say that, the anti-oil agenda is what separated them from the red-blooded Republicans that are pro-fossil fuels. That's what put them in power and the agenda to come against fossil fuels. I mean, if it wasn't good for the election, I mean, it's just before midterms and Biden is attacking the oil companies. Why? Because that's what his base, that's what his following likes. Now, here's what you need to understand. Putin was the first country to go against the Federal Reserve and get away with it. He's trading his oil, his energy in rubles, and he's getting away with it. Why? You look at Gaddafi. Back in 2000, he tried to sell his oil in uh, gold and the euros, and we rolled our tanks in and we destroyed his country. Many other Middle East leaders, Saddam Hussein, same thing. He tried to sell uh, oil in his own currency, going against the Federal Reserve. We roll our takes in. We start the rhetoric machine. We, we print uh, the printing presses fire up with all of the American rhetoric of how evil they are. Then we send our tanks in and we attack. Putin is the first country to get away with this. They're selling their oil in another currency. They're selling their natural gas in other currencies because he can defend himself. He's got nuclear weapons. Now he's trying to bring China, Russia, uh, uh, India, Saudi Arabia to join this accord. It's called BRICS. He's bringing these guys together in order to come against the West. Now, Putin's, Putin isn't just coming against Ukraine. He's coming against NATO. He's coming against Western influence. He's surrounded by NATO. He's surrounded by Western influence, and he's, his country's been being infiltrated by the Western powers, and he has to do something in order to stop it now versus the inevitable down the road. Now, what's more important to Putin right now than just revenue and income, it is staying in power. And you can't stay in power with NATO knocking at his door. And so you look what happened, look, look what, it, and if you look at what Iran is doing, it's cozying up to, to Putin. It's using uh, uh, their drones to further the agenda, further the agenda of Putin by sending their drones into Ukraine and dropping bombs. Now, Iran is making threats to Saudi Arabia for good reason. Iran is at war with Saudi Arabia uh, in the country of Yemen, in the country of Syria and uh, Iraq. And so imagine Iran's position in this. 
Saudi Arabia is getting funded and being protected by America. They're getting billions and billions of dollars, billions and billions of dollars of weapons to fight against Iran and Yemen. All the while, Iran makes one false move, they're sanctioned, and they can't even sit at the table with OPEC because they don't have enough oil to sell. All the while, Saudi Arabia is selling as much oil to whomever they wish. They Saudi Arabia has such an unfair advantage. So Iran wants to do whatever it takes to take Saudi Arabia out. They are jealous. They are angry. They want vengeance. vengeance. Uh, they, they have these religious, deep-rooted religious wars. Um, uh, the, the same religion that caused uh, people to fly uh, a, a, an American jetliner into the Twin Towers, ending their lives. I mean, they will kill and they will die for what they believe. Iran would do the same thing along with Saudi Arabia. Now, you have to understand something. Putin and Iran are very close allies, much closer these days than ever before. Putin's, it started out with Putin helping Iran skirt the sanctions over the last several years. And now they're uh, exchanging uh, weaponry, uh, wisdom and war, uh, wisdom and technology. And so I, I, I wouldn't doubt that Putin is not trying to figure out if they haven't already to arm those Iranian drones with nuclear warheads. The danger in that and the power that they would have would be the greatest threat to, to mankind. Now, what's to keep Iran from taking those nukes and sending it to Saudi Arabia. So the Saudis have more concern than they've ever had before. Now, here's the reason why I don't think Iran is going to bring uh, devastation to Saudi Arabia. Because Putin is trying to bring all of the children together to come against the West. Putin, Putin's only way to win this war against the West, against NATO, against America, is not by winning the war in Ukraine. E even, if, even if Putin was able to push back Ukraine and take up some territory and call it Russia and put up their flags, it doesn't end there. America is never going to stop. They will never stop until Putin is eradicated from Ukraine and from Syria and from the other parts of the world. Putin's agenda, he will never stop. His agenda is to stop Western influence and to gain control and power. It's a, uh, a seduction that will never stop that driving force of wanting more, more power and to take the egg off his face because his country has faltered. His country is losing confidence in him. And the only way to regain that place as a world power, as a as a, a world leader, that there that his constituents respect him, is by winning the battle against the West and not just a war in Ukraine. Now Putin is probably going to Iran. Listen, Iran, you drop a bomb in Saudi Arabia, it's going to remove the bargaining power to go against the West. I need Saudi Arabia to sell their oil in the BRICS currency of our choosing to uh, destroy the US dollar. 
Now, the, there's many people right now saying the U.S. dollar is game over. I mean, you, you, you look what happened when the West, when America tried to sanction Putin, it didn't work. They made threats to anybody that does business with Putin is going to get sanctioned as well. Well, China, India, Saudi Arabia, all these countries said, we're going to do it anyways. And so that to me says the petrodollar is dead. USD it does not have that same power. Uh, Putin now, with the powers that he has and the influence that he has, has stopped the sanctioning power of the West. I'm telling you right now, what he has done, no one has ever done before, okay? And he's in, in Saudi Arabia, the confidence of Saudi Arabia and America is loosening. And there's a tremendous amount of data confirming that Saudi Arabia is more focused in his relationships in the Middle East and in the East with China, with India, with Russia, with other countries than uh, America. They're losing their grips. 51 years ago, we made a deal with Saudi Arabia to sell their oil in U.S. currency. And all that money we sent over to Saudi Arabia and all the oil they sent to us, it was a great relationship while it lasted. And, it was in, in, and that is the reason why Saudi Arabia was able to build such a beautiful infrastructure, beautiful cities, because they had amassed all that currency. Well, that relationship has changed. The power of the USD has changed. And now the power are the ones that have energy. They waited until Shell broke its back because everyone puts their faith in Shell. I was just talking to another guy, uh, a gentleman, two, two gentlemen today, and they're talking about how Shale, we're, we're drilling Shell wells, but they're just not producing like they used to or they're, they're, they're just sticking a bigger straw into the ground by putting bigger fracks, but they're, but they're declining much faster nowadays. Look, we don't have enough energy. All that money that was spent from 2012 to 2019, that was easy to get to banking money. The same thing that caused a, a housing bubble of 2008, 2009, the financial crisis, that same thing happened to the shale oil and gas industry. If, if it was purely based upon economics and fundamentals, shale would have never, ever happened. It was just simply, they turn on the printing presses and they drilled like crazy, regardless of the poor marginal returns. I mean, so they lost. It's game over for Shell, which took us out of the driver's seat of the power of energy. And so Putin, Saudi Arabia, China, all these countries want to remove the grips of the West. They're coming together, forming a, an alliance. It's called BRICS, whatever you want to call it, BRICS, SEO. They're coming up with their own currency and they're selling their energy in that currency, and they wanna build the very thing that we built 51 years ago with Saudi Arabia. They wanna have their own petrodollar. I mean, think about it. If they have more energy than any other part of the world, why wouldn't they sell it in their own currency? Because what Putin did in Ukraine proved to the world, in Europe, proved to the world that if you have energy, you have the power. And at one point, the Federal Reserve was the one with the power, but the way they got that power was through energy. The U.S. dollar was backed by gold, but the moment they decoupled from gold, inflation and the power of the USD 
died overnight. It wasn't until the relationship with Saudi Arabia and they made the deal with us, sell your oil in US currency 50 something years ago. And that's why our currency became the world reserve currency. That's why we call it the petrodollar. That's why our currency has power is because of oil oil alone. And then in our pride, we started thinking, oh, our dollar dominates. And then we started treating Saudi Arabia and these other uh, oil producing countries with disrespect as if we did not need them. Even even Donald Trump did the he 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 made the same mistake thinking, well, geez, we're producing more oil than than Saudi Arabia and Russia. Gosh, we we don't need these guys. Ignorantly, we would make these prideful statements. And then you get another administration that is anti-fossil fuels. He was elected because of his anti-fossil fuel agenda. I was just watching a video. There was a live televised event that was going to discuss the threats of Iran towards Saudi Arabia. And I sat there for the first 30 minutes just listening to John Kerry pushing the global energy the, the renewable energy, the, the uh, global warming agenda. And I was like, geez, they're brainwashing the world. And, and, and I guarantee you, Saudi Arabia, Russia, all these other countries are listening to this rhetoric thinking, gosh, these guys have no clue. And so in our pride, we attacked the largest oil producing countries and they finally got tired of being sanctioned. They got tired of being disrespected. And they said, if you're not going to respect our oil, because they, the America, they own the currency, the world reserve currency. They own it. People have a higher regard for U.S. currency than any other currency in the world. But they said, no more. We're done. We're done with your ability to just print money and, and amass the largest military in the world. We're tired of you being able to print money, making your uh, Americans the richest people in the world, traveling the world, acting with arrogance and pride. We're tired of you guys having the ability to police the world and sanction the world. And in your one sanction could destroy a country. Your one uh, uh, law passed could send troops into any country destroying the country. And so BRICS was formed to come against the West. Now I'm very much pro-American. I'm, I'm a red-blooded American. I love my country. I don't love the things that we've done. I don't like the fact that we've, we've uh, funded one of the largest humanitarian crises this world has ever seen in Yemen. And Ukraine, they're just another proxy for us. I mean, we can't just go straight to war with Russia because they have nukes. They could bring complete destruction, but we could send billions and billions of dollars to Ukraine and let them do our bidding for us because they have the same enemy as we do. And that is not just Putin. It's anything that comes against NATO. There was a time where people just defended where, where the world's at, uh, powers that be just defended the Federal Reserve. Now they're defending NATO. Now they're defending the world, new world order and whatever that is. Okay. Uh, is that, is that NATO? I don't know what that is. Okay. But at the end of the day, Putin's coming against that and he's using oil and energy to dominate, to create a currency just like the, just like the petrodollar. Okay. So here's my point. Anything that happens in the Middle East from here on out, it's going to be supported by the agenda of bricks. 
They, they've been talking about it for a long period of time, and now they've come out of the shadows. They're coming onto public, and they're telling the world. You look at the moves of India and China buying oil directly from Russia as they drop bombs in Ukraine, killing, killing innocent people, defying the West, defying NATO, defining, defying America. That should send a message to the world. Putin has gotten away with this. China and India are supporting it. Saudi Arabia is pretending to still support America, but they're cutting production, which is the most blatant backstab to the current administration. And so you follow the money, guys. Saudi Arabia is saying one thing to the public, but they're doing another thing behind the scenes. And this public display of cutting production sends the message, we are going to cut the world off from oil. But they're putting things in place right now. They're forming the currency and they're bringing respect to the currency by intertrading and selling amongst their own currency. But mark my words, what, what the petrodollar has done for the world, they're going to try to do the same thing. Now, whether they're successful or not, oil prices are going to be in the mix of this thing. Whether Saudi Arabia, whether Iran decides to go rogue because they are so religious that they just for the same reason why they crashed into the 9-11 towers uh uh iran is willing to defend their religion by dropping bombs and on on the saudis okay so whether iran goes rogue and goes against uh the BRICS alliance and oil prices are going to skyrocket or it's going to go the other way they all come together in this and they start curbing production, but selling oil to China, to India, to other alliances at a lower price. And then they increase the price to the West, to Europe, to uh, America, and these other uh, Western countries, they're going to increase the price and they are going to demand that it be sold in their currency. And Biden is going to either accept or reject the offer. And he'll probably try to do it behind the scenes where the world isn't paying attention. Okay. Or it will trigger the largest war that we've ever seen before. But oil, if, if, if whether we have a war, if we have a war, World War Three, they are going to cut us off from energy completely. And oil will be much more abundant in the Middle East. And the West will be cut off from oil because most of the oil is produced in the Middle East. So either way this goes, there's not going to be enough energy. Green energy can't save us. Shale cannot save us. Putin's agenda is being propped up. The alliances are being made. The agreements are being signed and they're coming after the petrodollar. And the federal rate hike should tell you, send the message, guys, we're trying to save the dollar by increasing these basis points. And we hope that our economy does not crash, okay? And so oil at 90 something dollars a barrel, when we have every uh, news organization putting out the idea that we're in a major recession, uh, all the anti-oil rhetoric uh, and, and, and oil demand is growing. And so, 
these are very exciting times to be in the oil business. I mean, a lot of people are saying, you know, you need to start buying silver. You need to start buying gold. What do you think is going to happen to the commodity of oil in the event that the Federal Reserve collapse, the USD collapse? What do you think is going to happen to the price to a barrel of oil? Okay. It's because we trade dollars to buy, to import oil. Every barrel of oil that's imported, we trade it in USD. And the lower the value of our USD and the de decoupling of the petrodollar, because everything's pegged to the US dollar, oil prices are pegged to USD. Well, what happens when Saudi Arabia stops selling it in USD? And the in other countries follow. Oil prices are going to skyrocket. They're going to we're going to be paying the price that everyone else pays. In addition to that, they're going to be selling it, selling it to us for even more. Okay, and so I see this uh, I see this coming down the road because Putin's only option is to cut us off from energy. I mean, option number two would be nuclear war, which that's not good for anybody. He's going to destroy. Uh, the most powerful country in the world, which would destroy the world economy and his buyers are dead. Okay. That doesn't make any, make any sense. Not only that, um, we have nuclear warheads pointed at Russia that will automatically destroy his country at any moment in the event there's war. Look, it, it just, it doesn't make any sense to use nukes, not even the slightest. Okay. But we're not going to run the risk of, of getting nuked by dropping bombs there. So the only option is to manipulate with energy and the perfect administration is in place to cut the West off from energy because we are energy blind. We are blinded by the power of oil and we have put faith in green technology and trillions of dollars wasted, and we are still relying on energy in, a, in an, a time when there's an energy crisis. So, all right, guys, hey, listen, like this video, helps me with the algorithm. Uh, please comment below what you think about this video. Uh, what do you think is gonna happen? Do you think Iran's gonna drop bombs in the Middle East? Uh, do you think uh, uh, the, the, the petrodollar is dead? Do you think it's still alive? I'm really curious. Please comment below. All right, guys, uh, and, and please subscribe. Thanks.